0: truth bomb of the week is I can be really indecisive at times, so much so that I drive myself crazy. If you're anything like me and one of your truths is that you are indecisive, this episode is for you. I am going to talk to you about how I make myself make a decision. Welcome to the Kindness and Truth Bombs podcast, where I empower you to love and own your truths. After all, they make you unique. And this world needs you just as you are. Every week I share a truth and a kindness story because tapping into kindness and your truths can transform your life. So I've been struggling with how to start the podcast. Like I wanna sing sometimes, I wanna say welcome back, I wanna say hey, 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 hey. There's so many things that I wanna say. I think I need a jingle made because opening a podcast is really hard. (laughs) You might think it's easy but it's not because it's just like you're talking to yourself and naturally you just wanna be like welcoming but how do you do that without sounding annoying? With that being said, I coined the phrase truth bombers And I think that is what I'm going to start calling us here on this podcast, Truth Bombers, because we love sharing our truths. We are who we are. We know that our truths make us the person that we are. And that is what this podcast is all about, sharing our truths in hopes that someone else hears this podcast and feels less alone and that they know that, hey, it's okay to have this truth about me. It's okay to be who I am to be who I am unapologetically. That is what this podcast is all about. And we always start the podcast with a kindness story because I feel like when kindness is in our hearts and in our lives, we really can transform our lives by spreading kindness, by starting our days grateful and just continuing to live a kind-filled life. I really do think it can transform your life if you start adopting the mentality that kindness really can come into your heart and transform your life and not only will it transform your life it transforms the life of others so my kindness story this week is super cool you guys probably heard about it so this happens a lot and i love this random act of kindness but this one is really cool so it happened in dairy queen in Minnesota, I can't say the name. It's like Brain Nerd. Sorry if you're from Brain Nerd, Minnesota, and I'm really failing to pronounce it correctly. Anyways, the Dairy Queen. A customer drove up and said, "Hey, I want to pay for my meal and the person's meal behind me." Super normal, right? Well, it lasted for nine hundred cars. How awesome is that? So just imagine pulling up to this Dairy Queen and the workers like, "Hey." The car in front of you just paid for your meal. Do you want to pay for the car behind you? And you're like, "Well, yes, like let's spread the kindness." And you're like, "Sure, go ahead, pay for the person behind me." And it just continues to go on and on and on for 900 cars. They said it lasted for 3 days. I want to know if that's like a, a world record for spreading kindness and just continue to pay it forward. That is awesome. And I think that that just, it brought a smile to my face. Like hearing that, reading that story made me so happy. I was like, that is awesome. Listen, 900 cars. So selfless said, yeah, just pay for the person behind me. Just kept it going. How awesome. And imagine how you feel when it happens to you. You feel so great. You're like, oh my gosh, somebody paid for me. Sure. Let me pay for the other person right and usually if you're having a bad day that brightens your day and then you pay for the person behind you and guess what it brightens their day and it just continues to snowball way to go minnesota way to spread the kindness that is awesome i hope that story touched your heart like it touched mine this story makes me want to go and just pay it forward because i love things like this and i would think i would be thrilled if it lasted for 900 cars but one person Just trying to brighten someone else's day lasted for 900 cars. And that is the prime example that you should always do what's been placed on your heart to do. So I hope that made you smile. I hope you're going to go out and pay it forward today because how awesome would that be? Be a trendsetter. All right, so let's get right into the truth bomb, which is My indecisiveness that drives me crazy, it probably drives my husband crazy at times because let's all be honest, how many times is it like, hey, what do you want for dinner? And you're like, "Mm, I don't know. And then we're just like at a a standstill for minutes until someone makes a decision. And it's funny because me and my husband are both indecisive at times. So yeah, you can imagine the fun that we have trying to make decision over basic stuff like furniture. And it's always funny because sometimes we're both like really indecisive and we can't make a decision. And then sometimes we're both like on opposite ends. <laughs> and we're like, no, I want this. And and he's like, no, no, I want this. And we're like both stubborn in that neither one of us wants to bend. And then when it's stupid stuff, like, what do you want for dinner? Both of us are like, eh, I don't know, 30 minutes later and we can't figure it out. Anyways, indecisiveness can drive you crazy at times, right? in order to prepare for this podcast, I started looking up why people are indecisive. And one thing that I came across was that people pleasers tend to be more indecisive. And I swear a light bulb went off in my head because I was like, yes, that is me. It me. I am so sometimes so indecisive because I am a people pleaser. And I, when I'm thinking about making a decision, I always, I don't just think about myself. I'm thinking about other people. Like, is this going to impact my husband? Is this going to impact my daughter? Is this going to impact my family? Is this going to impact my friends? Oh, but what about if my coworker doesn't like this? And oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because how are they going to feel? I'm such like a bleeding heart in that I want to please people. And so... That really opened up my eyes to understand me a little bit more is that if you're a people pleaser, it's it's hard sometimes to make decisions because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You want everyone to like your decision. So I just want you to know that if you are indecisive, you're not alone. So here's how I make a decision and end my indecisiveness. First things first is, is the reason I can't make a decision because I'm fearful of something? And if I'm fearful of something, AKA I'm trying to please people, I have to face the fear. So I go to the root of the problem. Why am I struggling to make this decision? What am I fearful of? Once I really understand why I can't make the decision, and and a lot of times it's out of fear of what people are going to think, which is another truth of mine, which will be another podcast episode. But, anyways, whenever I'm trying to really make that decision. What am I afraid of? I start focusing on what I want. And I get rid of the fear. And I literally am headstrong on, okay, what is it that I want out of this situation? Or what makes the best sense for me? Tap into your emotions, like take everybody else out of the situation. When you're trying to make a decision, tap into your own emotions and figure out what it is that you want. Figure out if you're fearful of something, Face it head on. Tap into your emotions and figure out the problem of why you can't make the decision. And once you face it head on, it helps with the decision-making process. So if you're fearful of something, why are you fearful of it? Get to the root cause of why you can't make the decision. Tap into your emotions. And I promise once you make it more about yourself, it's so much easier to make a decision because you're taking everyone else out of it. And the people pleaser in me struggles with this because I'm like, but what about, and I literally have to tap into my emotions and say, well, what do I want out of the situation? What's going to make sense for me and my family or whatever situation it is, what's going to make the best sense? Focus on yourself, focus on what you want, face the fear head on and make that decision. So tip number one is face your fear, get to the root of the problem focus on yourself. Tip number two is, is this a big decision or is this a small decision? Is this about what you're going to have for dinner? If it is, give yourself a time limit and say, okay, you got five minutes to decide and that's it. Put a timer on your phone. Look at the clock. Doesn't matter. Five minutes to make the decision. Is this decision going to ask yourself, is this decision going to impact you in five years? Is this a big decision? If this is a big decision, then give yourself a longer time limit. Don't make yourself make the decision right away. Give yourself a day, give yourself two days if it's if it can wait before you make the decision. That way you have time to say, hey, what's going to make the most sense? So give yourself a, a realistic deadline. When If it's a big decision that's going to impact you in five years, then you need to take some time on it. If it's a decision that you can make quick, it's not going to impact you a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, then make the decision right away. Give yourself five minutes, make the decision. Doesn't matter, go for it. It's not gonna impact you in the long run. So make the decision. If this is a big decision that can impact you, your family, years from now, give yourself a longer timeline. Give yourself a deadline though and follow it. Brain map, I've talked about that on a different episode. Brain map, get everything out of your brain onto paper so you can visually see the pros, the cons of this decision, but stick to the deadline. So when you're being indecisive, stick to the deadline. Give yourself a longer period of time if it's a huge decision. If it's not going to impact you in the long run, make the decision in five minutes. Get it done. Number three is talk to someone about your decision. Someone you trust. And here is the big one. Someone you know that's very decisive. Phone a friend that is very good at decision making but can offer you a different perspective because right now you're seeing it from the lens of self, right? And sometimes you want you need someone that is just going to take a step back and see an aerial view of what's going on, but is good at making decisions. Don't call someone your bestie that's indecisive because then you're going to both be sitting there like, eh, I don't know. Is it this one or is it this one? Oh, I don't know. Uh, no. And then that's going to make it worse. So The big one for this tip is make sure you phone a friend that's very decisive that can help provide a different perspective. So that way you can see things. Sometimes it takes a second and someone sees something that you didn't see. Like me and my husband are working on this logo and he he called one of his uh, frat brothers and he just said, hey... Look at the logo. What do you think? And he literally provided so much perspective where we were literally going a totally different direction, but just hearing his point of view and he was so decisive with it. It wasn't like, well, I don't know. He was like, no, look, look at it like this. And we were like, wow, that's all we needed. So phone a friend that's very decisive. Number four is my favorite one and it is take a shower, So this is not practical when you're at work. If you have to make a quick decision, clearly use the other tips. But if you're at home, take a shower. So I did some research to figure out why when I'm in the shower, do I really get clear on decision making? I'm always coming up with the best ideas in the shower and I always tell my husband, oh my gosh. Come up with the best ideas in the shower. Why is that? And so I was able to research it. And basically, your prefrontal cortex takes a break when you're showering because you're engaging in mindless activities like, you know, getting the soap on the sponge or (laughs) getting the soap on your loofah. So your prefrontal cortex doesn't have to make a decision. So it takes a break. And then your unconscious mind gets to go wild and gets to go free. And guess what? You're relaxed. And when you relax, you start making clearer decisions. Either I come up with a really cool idea or whatever I was being indecisive about, I get so much clarity and I I make a decision and I'm okay and I'm comfortable with the decision. So if you're being indecisive and you're at home, take a quick shower. Let your prefrontal cortex take a break. Try it, try it out and see what happens. And number five, my last tip is go with your gut. Sometimes your gut is literally telling you which way to go and your brain, okay, your prefrontal cortex, now I know, is kind of pulling you in a different direction because you're thinking, but, but, or the fear is like creeping in and you're like, but I don't know about that decision and I, what about other people? But your gut is literally dead set on telling you which way to go, follow it. Think about all the moms out there that have mother's intuition that kind of just knew something was wrong with their kid or knew their kid was going to come and tell them something big. Like they just, they, they anticipated it because they have that intuition. Follow that intuition. Follow your gut. When you have a decision to make and your gut is telling you which way to go, follow it. Don't question it. And sometimes that really helps me make some of my biggest decisions. Because my gut is literally telling me, just do it. My brain is literally pulling me in one direction, but my gut is saying, hey, go, go, go in this direction. And I will tell you, my gut has not steered me in the wrong direction. So when you need to make big decisions, when you need to make small decisions, see if your gut is telling you which way to go. And if it is, if your gut, your intuition's telling you which direction to go, follow it, put your brain to sleep, <laughs> follow that gut instinct. And if you don't have a gut instinct, I just gave you four other tips that you can use to help yourself become decisive. But I promise you it's one of those things that it's just the truth about a lot of us. I mean, we are human and a lot of times it's hard to make decisions and especially when it comes to big decisions and we don't wanna let people down. If you're a people pleaser like me, you don't wanna let people down. So making decisions is hard, but sometimes it doesn't have to be so hard. So think about it on the grand scheme of things. Is it a big decision? Is it a small decision? And go from there. So let's recap with the five tips on how to become more decisive. Number one, figure out, is it fear that's keeping you from making a decision? And if it is fear, face the fear, figure out the problem, figure out why you're being so indecisive, face it head on, tap into your emotions and make that decision. Tip number two, is this going to impact me in five years from now? If it's not going to impact my life on a grand scale, make the decision in five minutes. Five minutes or less. Give yourself a deadline of five minutes. If this is a big life decision, give yourself a deadline, stick to it, brain map, do all your pros and your cons, get it all out on paper and figure out how to make the best decision. Tip number three, talk to someone who is very good at decision making and hopefully they will be able to help you with your decision making process. Number four, shower. That's one of my favorite ones. I promise you, try it out. When you're being indecisive, just take a shower and let your unconscious mind help you make a decision. Tip number five is go with your gut. Go with that gut instinct. Go with your intuition. You can do this. I know how hard it is when you're being indecisive. Trust me, been there, done that. But I promise you, if you try these tips out, it will help you make decisions. I hope that you found some of these tips useful. Remember to always speak your truths, be true to yourself, camp it real with yourself. Until next week, be good thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you took something away from this episode. If you want to share your truce, head on over to Camping Real on Instagram and I would love to discuss your truce on another episode. Don't forget to rate this episode and see you next week.